What's up, fellas? Welcome back to the TNC show. We got another episode today. We got the NBA playoffs after a good weekend of games. And Liddy, Liddy, Liddy. Yep, we're going to talk about our predictions, uh, see what we think. And also, we got a new uh, guest with us today. We got Trey Jackson, former, yes, former Iowa State Cyclone, now going to Western Carolina. So we'll get to know him a little bit. And let's get right to it, Trey. Um, Get to talk to you about a couple things. Got some questions for you. You already know. So, first yeah. thing is, uh, you're senior in high school. You're getting recruited. I'm pretty sure uh-huh. you're what three star recruit. Three star. Well, I actually didn't have any stars. My stars came when I got that Iowa State offer. Oh, okay, bet. Yeah. So, talk about uh, your recruiting in high school as a senior. Um, what uh-huh. other schools offered you, and like what made you kind of choose Iowa State when you were a senior in high school? Uh, well, coming out of high school. You know, we had the, the last AAU tournament, so AAU really put me on my junior year going into high school. That's when I made my decision to go to Iowa State. And I had a bunch of offers from a bunch of mid-majors. I didn't really have any big Power 5 offers until Iowa State offered me. And then a bunch of Power 5 started showing interest. But then I, I went on a visit to Iowa State after I visited. Like, I, vis- I visited Winthrop and I visited uh College of Charleston. And then I took a visit to Iowa State and then – uh, they they just sold it and and I made my decision to go to come here, and it was a great decision. I I, I don't regret any decision that I made. Yeah, for sure. Uh, what AAU team did you play for? I played for Team South Carolina. We didn't have any any shoe brand or nothing. No brand. We we wasn't on any circuit or anything. We just played against those teams. No circuit wanted to wanted to mess with us. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, compared to, like, where you were and where you were playing, where was, like, Ja compared to where you were? Because I know you, like, know him sort of. He was in the same same place. He was just on the older team with us, him and oh, Zion. Oh, he, he was on the same team? Yeah, the same AAU team. Him, him Nick Claxton, Zion, and uh, some other guys, Devontae Schuler. Those guys oh, laid up. They were just a year older than you. Yeah, a year older. We just, just, we just practiced against them all the time. Oh, that, that just got us lit. better. That's lit for sure. Yeah. Uh, so after you committed to Iowa State and kind of made that decision, were there any like other Power Five that really reached out to you? Uh, not necessarily. It was like, like teams like Texas and Florida. Gotcha. Uh, like uh, Oklahoma State. Gotcha. Teams like that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let's kind of go over your time here at Iowa State. So we had a decent season your freshman year. You yeah. got some playing time then, and then uh, sophomore year, we don't really like to talk about so much. That was kind of down the dump. It wasn't wasn't our greatest season for sure. Not at all. And then obviously this last year, you had um, one of the top years in Iowa State history based on how far we went in the tournament. So kind of just walk us through that. Um, coming in as a freshman, let's let's talk about your freshman season. You got to play with a uh, now an Tyrese. NBA star, Tyrese. So talk yeah. about that a little bit. Yeah, that was the fun. That was probably the greatest time I've had. Well, this year was was great too, but my freshman year that was the greatest time I've had at Iowa State. Like if Tyrese didn't get hurt, I believe our team would have would have been been even better than what it was, and we put could have made a run in an NCAA tournament. But that that was fun, you know, coming in as a freshman. You just want to yeah. do it, whatever you can, whatever you can, uh, like to to win really, and just just to gain that trust from coach. And yeah, I I just sure. I just happened again. I I played those games overseas. Like we went to Italy, and then we went to uh. Where else? To the Bahamas, and those games were fun. Got to prove myself to coach and to everybody else. I'm ready. I'm ready for the college level. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
just explain a little bit how it was playing with Tyrese. If you had to just give me a simple description, Tyrese, he's he he's smart. Like I, I mess with Tyrese so much. He's a smart player. He doesn't make any mistakes. And if he makes a mistake, he's definitely not gonna make it twice. He plays great defense. He talks. He has fun on the court too. That's the main thing is just having fun. And he's like a brother on the court. So whatever happens, you know, if he talks to you and says something to you, you're gonna listen and it's gonna help you and help the team as well. Yeah, and look at him now. Yeah, he's he's doing the same stuff. Tyrese yeah, Halliburton. He, it's great. He he is for sure. Um so let's talk a little bit about the negative here so we can just get that out of the way. What would you say was your toughest moments here at Iowa State? Well, of course, you already know that 2-22 yeah. season with the COVID and everything. Plus, I got hurt oh, like yeah, three, day, three days before the first game, and I was out until the first, my first game back was Baylor. Yeah. So, that yeah, I was out all those non-conference games, and then we were losing. Yeah, and playing during that COVID was tough. I mean, not very – not very many crowds, and if there was a crowd, there weren't very many people for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So, Facts. but yeah, let's let's just get over that negative already. <laughs> yeah, going to put that get behind. To the positive. Don't want to talk about that. Yeah. Besides the NCAA tournament, mm-hmm. besides the NCAA tournament, what are some yeah. other best moments you got here at Iowa State? Uh, you know, this year I'm gonna go with because I already got my best moments. My freshman year was probably the best moments I've had, but I'm gonna go with this year. You know, it's going to Brooklyn, New York. Winning that tournament really solidified like the work we put in over the uh, like over the summer and everything. All the six a.m.s that we did with coach and everything. Oh, and how they had us out there really, really bonding as a team and getting to know each other was a real big, big part of our like success. Not yeah. even yeah, that's facts. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you talked about you got some good moments from freshman year. What really sticks out from freshman year? You know, just just us like. Like, in the beginning of the season, before Tyrese got hurt and everything and all the other stuff was going on, people, injuries and and all types of other things. Like, that was a fun season, us beating Seton Hall in Alabama. Oh, yeah. And then uh, kind of, like, like, competing with Michigan and uh, teams like that. Like, just, just playing those games was just fun and getting to know, getting to know everybody. Because me being a freshman, that's just like – and it's a dream come true to play on this, this level of basketball. Yeah. And uh, contribute to. You as a freshman coming into Hilton, and obviously you got to witness the packed arenas as a freshman. Were you just shaking in your shoes that first time you stepped on the court right in front of the crowd when you got checked in? No, nah, actually, I wasn't at all. I was like, this is basketball. I'm just going to go out here and hoop. You know, I've been doing this for 18 years already. So I'm like, well, not that long, but, you know, basketball is a life thing. <laughs> so I've been doing this for probably 18 years already. And I was like, yeah, I'm just going to go out here and hoop. Ended, yeah. ended up scoring 11 points. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Um, All right, let's move on to uh, this year, though. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of new guys, a lot of new faces, new coach, everything like that. Uh, and things turned out to work. I mean, obviously, we had our highs, has our lows this year. Um, but in the end, we made a good <laughs> run. And just kind of talk over it a little bit, like what got everybody to buy in and how it all transformed into the end for us. Well, like what I said before, when we were over the summer, even before the summer, like before the new guys got in, we were it was players like me, Jaden, and the players that went through what we went through last year. We were up in April at six a.m. and stuff, working out with with Jr. Blunt. And then when the, when the whole team came, it was like that for from summer until our first game. And that yeah, really just sure. we just created a bond between everybody, getting to know each other on the on the court and off the court. And they made they made sure of that, and then taking care of our bodies as well. 
They make yeah. that emphasis. For sure. And bringing up swag, we got to get swag on this podcast sometime. That's facts. That's facts. I don't know where swag at right now. No, swag is on the visit right now. He's on the visit right now. Oh, I just okay. took him to the airport. Yeah, you, you don't you don't gotta tell us where. I know that's uh yeah, confidential. It's confidential stuff. Confidential, <laughs> confidential. But uh <laughs> let's talk about the NCAA tournament. So uh played LSU, beat LSU, and then played Wisconsin, beat Wisconsin. Um mm-hmm. kind of one talk us about how the NCAA tournament works as like your daily schedule, because obviously you're not yeah. in Ames, you know, you're not in class. Like what are you yeah. doing throughout your whole day when you have maybe you don't even have a game maybe that day, you just got practice. Like what are you doing throughout the day to keep yourself busy? Well, I don't know how other teams are, but our team was like everything is centered around getting this win and winning this game. So everything we did, we did in order for us to win. We took care of our bodies. We ate right. We had a good good meals, and then we we watched film and then come together as a team, like off the court too. We do we play cards and stuff and getting bond together and really, and then that was translated to on the court. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, also, like, how was it? Um, so you beat LSU. And then mm-hmm. after after that, did you watch that Wisconsin game right after you guys? I'm pretty sure you played right after. Uh, the Wisconsin yeah, when they played played right after because or because uh, you didn't know they, necessarily who you were gonna play. Tomorrow after we beat LSU. Yeah, yeah. So like, is, yeah, that's was it like, yeah, we of, didn't. like I don't even yeah. know a way to explain it. Is it like kind of a big question mark, or were you guys already prepping, assuming Wisconsin was gonna win, or like how did that all work? Well, really, we prep. They prep for both teams. Really, they prep. For any anybody that was going to win, so they had already game film and other things set up. Even for who who did they play before? Uh, Wisconsin played. Uh, Huff, you would know who Wisconsin played that first round. They played Colgate. Yeah, Colgate. Right. Yeah, we were just prepping for both of those teams, but we were like, it was, it's probably going to be Wisconsin. So our focus was like, we're going to do whatever we can to to, to shut down Wisconsin because we know that we know how that game was going to go with Colgate and Wisconsin. Yeah. So uh, both those games, you didn't necessarily make it. The easiest yeah. on us watching, but man, I mean, two crazy games both came down to the wire. And just Thanks. one thing we got to talk about is Tyrese's shot yeah. um, versus LSU. Well, he had two back to back threes, but yeah, I mean, that just had to be nuts. Yeah, I mean, that, Tyrese is great. I love that kid. Like, he's, he's like a little brother to me for real after what we've been through all season. Just knowing, knowing the stuff that he's been through, knowing the stuff that he's he's going through even in his life. Like, he, his, his life is crazy and he's got a story. And I mess with him a lot. So that shot, just I knew it was going in. I stood up even before he took the shot because I knew we, what we worked on in the gym. And I knew it, what it, what he really was about. Yeah, so for he sure. hit those shots. For sure. Yeah. Um, so now let's kind of get past the uh, Iowa State stage of your life here. And yeah. you obviously entered the transfer portal. No mm-hmm. hate here. You obviously no hate here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah it, wasn't, it wasn't no – I'm just say this. It wasn't a decision that was made by me, as in trying to just do something for myself. Even though it was like it was a mutual discussion between the two. Yeah, for sure, yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um, and you gotta respect both sides of that, obviously. Yeah. So facts, facts, first facts. off, I don't even know how this works, so I'm kind of interested myself. But like, when you're saying you want to transfer, what exactly goes on? Like, what do you do? I know you put your name in the transfer portal, but how does yeah. that all work out? Well, it depends on the process, you know, because mine was very quick because I already had it kind of preconceived on where I was going to go just yeah. due to, to some, of the, some of the things that was going on. So it was just already going on. But, like, guys that wait a long time, and especially now since the transfer portal is so deep, it can get yeah. tough because you got to wait so long 
and then college coaches see all these other good players transferring, and then your name get buried under all those other players that you're that you're below. So it's it's kind of tough. So you gotta you gotta make a decision quick. You gotta get on the phone. You gotta contact people. People will contact you too, just off just because it's basketball. So they gonna contact you. You just gotta make sure you pick up that phone and be ready. Yeah, for sure. Um, so obviously you chose Western Carolina. Yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure Chase Huff and I had a very, very good idea that's where you were going to end up. <laughs> yeah. But uh, if you don't mind sharing, why would you choose uh, Western Carolina? Uh, I just like – I like the coach – like the, the whole coaching staff, you know, because coming into high – I mean, coming into college or coming out of high school, uh, my AAU teammates, we all had like a kind of a package deal going to Winthrop University. And then I was the one that broke that apart and went ahead and went to the Power Five level. But yeah. and then uh and then it, like as we got here, the opportunity just came where he he was transferring from Winthrop. One of my boys named Russell Jones that that I have like lifelong friend from second grade. And then we just been hooping all all this long time, and then we just wanted to get this chance to hoop together. So me going to Western Carolina was just a big it was a big move like for our city and everything too. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Mm-hmm. So now you both uh, – where's Western Carolina or how far is that away from home for you? It's about two and a half, three hours, three hours away, kind of like Minnesota and Iowa. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that's not yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. But yeah. obviously we're all going to be rooting for you here in the podcast. Sure. You know, sure. me and Chase will definitely so. have those Western Carolina games uh, turned on. That's a we'll bit. Not, not going not to lie, Trey, I'm going to be watching every game. That's a bet. That's game. a bet. It's gonna be lit. Yes, sir. I'm working. It's gonna be lit. Yeah. So, lit. but appreciate you answering the questions, Trey. Obviously, always. Are, it's kind of like an interview, so it's obviously not something you want to do. But no, nah, I um, love doing this stuff. Like this is fun. This is fun. Hey, it just, I just good. don't be having time, man. I just don't be yeah. having time. Yeah. Being in the gym too know. much. There'd be other things on my mind. Being in the gym too much, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure, but. Uh, now we kind of can get to the fun stuff. Everybody kind of knows who you are. I'm sure they knew who you are before they even get onto this podcast. But yeah, let's get to the fun stuff. Um, right. Talk about the NBA playoffs. I know you're a big let's NBA do it. guy. Yeah, I am. And, but I'm not a big. I'm not a big NBA team guy. So this is gonna be a good discussion. All right, all right, all right. Well, I'm let's a player. Let's talk about your one guy first that I know you like. Let's talk about Miami versus Atlanta. So. Mm. Um, First, we're going to direct it at Huff. Huff, you can talk yeah. about it first. We got the Heat versus the Hawks. Uh, mm-hmm. What do you think about game one, Chase? And uh, who do you think is going to win the series between the Heat and the Hawks? Uh, I thought game one was pretty interesting. Uh, the Hawks uh, had a big game against the Cavs, and they're riding in with – jeez, my bad – riding in with momentum. And hey, watching, tra- watching Trey Young come in with his outfit with the – the icy and the ice tray stuff. I was expecting an absolute huge game from Trey, but he, he just the, the Miami Heat defense just causes problems night yeah. in and night out. They got PJ and they got Jimmy and Bam. Uh, I personally, I see Miami winning this series in five. I see Miami uh, winning uh, tomorrow night and then Atlanta getting one in Atlanta and then Miami finishing it off at home. So I like Miami in five here. I'm gonna have to agree with Chase. Yeah, you think you think they win in five, Trey? Yeah, either five or even I say five or six, one of those, because Atlanta has their their times where they when they get in their spurts, you know, Trey Young go crazy, so he's gonna bounce back from this game. But I feel like the Heat are too physical, 
and they get in your head, and then they play great defense, and then their offense is also great too because they got they got good scores and Tyler Hero, Kyle Lowry is a good scorer, and then he also plays great defense. And Jimmy Butler is gonna get his buckets and do what he do, Jimmy buckets. So it's 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 a really they really a great t- good team. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Uh, um, John, I'm gonna direct this one to you too. Miami, Atlanta. First off, you can give your prediction and also what you think about this series. Uh, I think Huff hit it on the dot. I'll take Miami in five. And I think a big thing here is the Hawks not having Clint Capella. I don't know if he's going to come yeah, back or not. Thanks. But, like, him and Trey Young in the pick and roll, like, with the lob threat, that's, like, such good chemistry. And if Trey doesn't that's have That's their him, offense, basically. Yeah, because now they yeah, start he don't uh, Okongwu at center, and the chemistry's yeah. just not there as much as it was. And now Trey Young is forcing. He's forcing shots. Yeah. I yeah. think he's – I think he'll get hot enough for the Hawks to win one game, but yeah. I- I'm going to take Heat in five. Yeah, I'm I'm also going to go with that. I also got Heat in five. Maybe Heat in six if Trey yeah. can Trey can uh, cause some disruption because he's like just one of those guys you can't count out, obviously. Yeah, he, yeah he's just he's ice Trey. He's going to find a way. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I think we all agree here. Miami in five, Miami in six. But let's go yeah. to one uh, – especially after a crazy game one, uh, Philly versus Toronto. Uh, Philly takes game one here, and Good. not because of Joel Embiid, not because of James Harden, Tobias. Tyrese Mumaskin. Yeah. Tyrese Maxey. Tyrese Mumaskin. Tyrese Maxey shows up ready to play and gets the job done for him. Um, this is supposed to be a close series, though. Toronto's a team you really can't count out, but – after that game one, you got to think a little differently here. John, what's your prediction here about this series? Uh, I think this one's going to go the distance, either six or seven. Um, I don't know. Toronto yeah. plays really scrappy defense. They don't really have a true center, which I think can kind of work against them at times. Obviously, with Siakam trying to guard Embiid. But they can really switch one through five, which I like a lot. But I don't know if Toronto really has, like, that guy. Like, who are you going to give the ball to if you're – in a tie game, like, with 20 seconds left, you know, maybe Siakam. But I think just because Philadelphia has Harden and Embiid, I'll take Philly in seven, I think. That's right. my prediction. All Especially right. if Tyrese Maxey keeps playing like a big game one. I'm, I'm going to go with my prediction here quick. I'm going to say Philly in five. I think it's – I think this yes. game – I think this series isn't close. I think I'm in yes. Philly in five, but you really hit it on the nail in your description. Trey, what's your uh, prediction here for Philly-Toronto? I say Philly and five as well because Philly, the playmaking ability of Joel Embiid is so crazy. And then you have all those pieces like – and then James Harden as well. So you have all those pieces around James Harden and Joel Embiid. Then Tyrese Maxey is, is exploding into this this crazy player. So then you got – that. Uh, you got – what's his name? Uh, Thibel. Yeah, Matisse Thibel. Then you got Tobias Harris. So they got pieces that – that matchup with Toronto and then Philly, yeah, you just can't do nothing with it. Yeah. Uh, Huff, what do you got in this series prediction? I got Philly in five as well. Uh, I just think the loss of Scotty Barnes for Toronto is really going to affect them here in the next couple weeks. Um, And uh, I just – I don't know. I like how Philly is playing right now. They're running through Embiid and – the Raptors' defense is so worried about him, which opens up shots for Tobias and Tyrese and – Harden. So uh, I see Tyrese uh, still having a huge couple games in this series, and he's my most improved player pick here. I know he's a finalist. Uh, he's got my vote for sure. Uh, I like the Sixers in five. 
I like that. I like that. Yeah, for sure. Um, those are all good predictions. Uh, we'll definitely see what happens. But going on to this next one here, this was actually – I don't know. This was a weird game one, Milwaukee versus Chicago. Chicago was down quite a bit most of the way and then kind of got it close at the end. Um, I don't know if that's a fluke or not, but obviously you got to be confident in Milwaukee here. I'm going to give my prediction straight up and say Milwaukee in six. I think Milwaukee wins this series either way, whether it's in five, six, or seven. I definitely think Chicago at least gets one, but I definitely say Milwaukee in six just because you can't go against Giannis. You can't go against Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton. I mean, that team is just so well-rounded, I feel like. And it's not even you have to rely on Giannis game in and game out because they have so many different pieces that helps them out. But this Bulls team is definitely not something uh, – not a team that looked past. So, Trey, what do you think about this Milwaukee-Chicago series? Oh, so I think you – yeah, you hit it right on the nail with that. Like, Milwaukee – I feel like the Bulls don't have enough for Milwaukee. You don't, you don't have an answer for Giannis – and then Milwaukee has all those pieces as well. Chris Middleton, Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a monster, and then it's just it's just, it's different in Milwaukee. Yeah, for sure. What do you got them winning in six or five? What do you got? Yeah, I, I was going with George with six. I think six because Chicago De- Demar Derozan is like that. Zach Levine is going to do his thing, so they're going. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. They probably uh, get two games. Yeah, huh? What do you think here, Milwaukee, Chicago? Oh. Uh, Milwaukee's just too much. Uh, Drew Holiday, arguably in my book, he's the best defender in the NBA. Best yeah. on ball defender, uh, best on ball defender for sure. And Giannis is just too much. I mean, they're asking Patrick Williams to guard him, and it's, first of all, no one can guard Giannis. I think he's one of the most unguardable players we've ever seen. And Middleton, Middleton, for some reason around this time, just starts clicking, and he'll start shooting about fifty percent from three. And they got those key pieces like Connington and. Bobby Portis and Grayson Allen, they've all been there before, and I think that's going to help them in this series against a Bulls team that really doesn't have anyone that's been in this moment before. So I actually I actually like the Bucks in four. I think the Bucks are going to go and sweep the Bulls. Wow. And I just think the Bucks are too much for this Bulls team. And, I mean, have, not having Lonzo is killing the Bulls right now. So I like the Bucks in four. You better hope Tyler Kulander doesn't hear that, huh? I, I love Kulander's Bulls, but – Dude, Bucks are too much, man. They're too much. <laughs> Bucks. Yeah. CJ, what do you think here? Add your thoughts, predictions. Yeah, I, I don't care if Kulander hears this. This is going to be a sweep, in my opinion. Uh, the Bucks <laughs> swept them in the regular season. And I think game one was kind of a fluke. The Bucks kind of played sloppy at the end. But the Bulls really have no rim protection. Like, Vucevic isn't going to block any shots, really. And Giannis just gets downhill, and it's just too much. You know, the Bucks on everybody. Yeah, the Bucks made the finals last year for a reason, and I'll, we'll get to that later. But I think the Bucks, the Bucks will be back in the finals this year. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, so now let's move on to uh, the Boston Brooklyn series. Um, I think we're all going to have some mixed feelings about this series. Uh, this really could go either way. I'm saving myself for last just because I got a bold prediction here. Uh, Trey, go ahead, take it. You want to go first? Go ahead. I'm going to go with the Nets in six or seven because beating Kyrie and Kevin Durant is tough in a seven-game series, all those buckets. It was tough for Boston the other day, but they were were really – they were scoring. Marcus Smart, when Marcus Smart plays like that, it's scary when the Boston Boston Celtics are playing. There's no cap. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I'm actually – I'm going to go. I'm not even going to go because you – I was going to go last, but you kind of backed up my prediction here. I think Brooklyn wins it in seven. 
Um, and the reason I say seven is because Boston won this game one. Yes. Um, if Brooklyn would have won this game one, I think it would have went in six. But now since Boston took this game one, I think Brooklyn takes uh, takes the series in seven in Boston. Um, and in that game seven, Kyrie, you know, is going to go crazy because it's going to be in Boston. It's going to be 40 nine. plus. Oh, yeah. One hundred percent. Might as well take the over. Uh, if anyone's betting, prop betting. Uh, like KD and Kyrie going to have a 30-40 game. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Um, the big piece here uh, for this Boston Celtics team is, well, Tatum's going to obviously stay consistent, but Jalen Brown, I think, consistently has to stay 25-ish points a game. Um, his he is defense, Yeah, his defense is always going to be there, but he can't have, like, one off night because if they do – or if he does, the Celtics are going to have an off night, and you know the Nets are going to take that game. So I think his consistency – needs to be there for um, the Celtics to have a chance. And then also his defense, obviously, because he has some tough work he's got to do against this Brooklyn team. Thanks. But, Huff, go ahead with your prediction. Boston versus Brooklyn. I thought this game one was uh, the best game of the playoffs so far. Um, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to go a different road, and I'm going to go Boston in – I'm going to go Boston in seven. Ooh, um, I like that. I, I kind of like – I really think I love Tatum's game, and I think yeah. it's his time. I think it's his time to make a prove to the NBA that he can lead a team past a very star-heavy Brooklyn Nets team. And I think it's going to set up a really, really, really good matchup with the Celtics and the Bucks in the second round. But That's I think true. the key, I think the key here in this uh, series is going to be the play of Marcus Smart, like Trey said. I think yeah. Marcus Smart's clicking right now. He's playing with all the confidence in the world. He's a Defensive Player of the Year candidate. Uh, he's playing with a bunch of swag right now. So uh, I like the Celtics team to get past Brooklyn in seven. Yeah, Huff, you know, uh, you know, Jason Tatum has lost a game seven in Boston already, and you probably know who he's against. It's his time, man. I don't I don't care. T- Tatum's about to t- – it wouldn't even shock me either if somehow Boston beats uh, Milwaukee in the next round. I think I like it's Tatum's time. Face. I like I like that prediction. I like I'm just saying I just had to point out that LeBron beat uh Boston in seven. I just had to say Where's that. LeBron at? Where's LeBron at now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, whatever. Yeah. 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 Anyway. John, give your prediction <laughs> on the series. I'm gonna agree with Huff here. I'm taking Boston in seven. Oh, My no. main thing here, I think Boston plays better team basketball. They move the ball better. And I was right. watching this game. I feel like the Nets, it's just all it's a lot of iso ball with Irving and Durant. Yeah. One-on-one buckets. <laughs> the refs were letting uh, Boston defend KD pretty physical. I think he shot like 9 of 25. He couldn't get to yeah. the rim. It was all mid-range. Yeah. They were pushing him. Yeah. If they keep letting him play like that, I think KD's going to struggle this series. And Jason Tatum was getting whatever he wanted. Yeah. I don't know. I do think – That's definitely that true. Nets, what was that? I said that's definitely true. That's definitely true. Yeah, I think yeah. the Nets should go with uh, Nick Claxton more inside instead of yes, my boy. You agree? I agree. That's my my boy Nick need to get in there some more. But when he's in there, it's, it's instant impact. That's what I think, instant too. I feel impact. like Andre Drummond just lazy where Claxton will run the floor more and he's more, like, active on the offensive glass. That's a whole lot Drummond's more energy. too worried about complaining, honestly. He is. Yeah. He's too Nick worried, about- worried about – Yeah, Nick Claxton worried about getting the W. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think Boston in seven, though, just also because game seven would be in Boston, and that place is just going to – if that goes to game seven, that place is going to be nuts. 
Yeah, 100%. That's going to be a crazy series. Either way, it's going to be a crazy series. And Kyrie going to be talking so much crazy. Oh, yeah. He already so did. much. <laughs> he we, already we saw did. how That's... much he was talking. That was just yes. game one. I can't even – if it got to a game seven, that shit would be crazy. It's going to get – this shit going to be so <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right. I let's love uh, watching that basketball, man. Let's move to Western Conference. Uh, this – First series, I think we're all going to kind of go the same way here. But Phoenix versus New Orleans, <laughs> based Phoenix. on that game, game one, I think Phoenix and four man. I don't think this series is close. The, o- the only the way I think Pelicans get a game here is if CJ McCollum gives you forty. But yeah. I think, I think Phoenix Newman. wins this, and I think it's a clean sweep. I think Phoenix takes cares of the Pelicans easily enough. John, what do you think here? Yeah, I don't got much more to add. I, I think it's going to be a sweep also. Fair enough. Trey, what you thought? You already know I'm saying sweep. The Suns are actually one of my – well, I like Chris Paul, so you know I got to go with the Suns as well. And it's going to be a sweep. Get the brooms. Get the brooms. Tough, <laughs> <laughs> tough. What do you think? Uh, I was trying to be different, but I, I just think there's no way. The Suns are too dominant <laughs> on both sides of the floor. And Chris Paul just being the leader on that team with all those young guys, they're going to be a team to – they're – Suns easily in four, and I bet they win every game by 10-plus. Yes. Yeah, for sure. <clears throat> um, hitting this next series, this should be a hell of a series, um, especially if Luka gets back. Dallas versus Utah at the four and five. Luka Magic. Utah obviously takes game one um, at Dallas, so that's a big takeaway for them. Um, but if Luka comes back, this is really going to change this series, and we saw he's out for game two, I believe, as well. So – that's um, huge for Jazz fans, especially if they can go two up at Dallas and then go to Utah with two more games to play. So this series could get crazy. Um, I think this game here, uh, this, this next game decides it, especially if J- the Jazz can take this next game. Um, it's going to be hard for Dallas to come back. It's, even with Luka coming back, it's going to be hard to work themselves Luka's back. Luka's out tonight, way. by the way. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah. Yeah, so if especially if the Jazz can – take this game tonight that is um such a downfall for the Mavs especially I mean I know bringing Luka back is going to make a big difference but being down 2-0 to start and then having to go and play two games at the Jazz and work yeah. yourselves back is just going to make things tough so I honestly think I think the Jazz uh take this series um in seven Jazz take the game in seven I'm going to say that what do you think John I'm going to say Jazz in six especially because I think uh, the Mavericks will lose again tonight without Luka. Just, I mean, without him, they're really relying on Brunson and Dinwiddie to create. And I like those two players, but I don't know. They just don't really provide that much. And if they if they lose tonight, they're going to have to win two games in Utah. And I think Utah is like the second best home record in the league outside of the Suns. And I don't see him doing that. I'll take Utah in six. Yeah. Um, what do you think, Trey, about this series? I'm going to go with Utah and probably five. Just because I feel like Utah will win this game tonight. And then when they go, the Mavericks might get one in Dallas. And then, yeah, and then it'll be five. I see five. Fair enough. Fair enough. Huff, what do you think? I'm a Trey. I got Utah in five. I I think Go Bears too much. And too much. I think uh, – I don't think Dallas is anyone to check Donovan Mitchell. You saw he literally had a he got he got up to a <laughs> he got up to a slow start, and then the the man literally dropped thirty in the second half. So I see him bringing that confidence into tonight, 
And I could see Donovan Mitchell having 30-plus again tonight. So, I, I think Utah in five for sure. All right. All right. Um, let's head up this next series. We got Golden State versus Denver. Uh, the Warriors took game one. Uh, Trey, I'll let you start off with this one. What do you think about Golden State versus Denver? I think the Warriors going to take this one in uh, either five or six. The Warriors are locked in right now. Jordan Poole is at another level. Draymond Green, you know he's always on 10. Stephen Curry, go. Clay Thompson, going to do his thing. They're just a well-put-together team, and Steve Kerr has done a great job with this team. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Huff, what do you think, Golden State versus Denver? I got Golden State in five. I think this team's finally healthy now. Uh, they're going to be playing together. Jordan Poole, like Trey said, is at an absolute different level right now. He is just going absolute – he's going off. and Crazy. I th- I think I think the key player in this series right now, honestly, is Andrew Wiggins. I think he's yes. stepped up. I think he's stepped up his defensive game uh, so much since he's been traded from Minnesota. Um, he's a very key piece to this offense and defense as well. Um, so I like Golden State in five, and I'm expecting a Jordan Poole forty plus game here coming soon. Multiple. All right, all right, uh, John, you're up. Uh, I was going to ask you, Huff, about this game. Do you know why Steph came off the bench game one? And are, are they going to keep bringing him off the bench? I I've, I heard when they were uh, announcing it the other night, it sounds like they're going to keep bringing Steph off the bench. That's what it sounds like. And that's, that's even crazier. That's interesting. Yeah, that's I, – I mean, I I see what Kerr's trying to do. He doesn't want to mess with uh, Poole's confidence right now because he's been starting the last, like, what, two months. I – I definitely see where he's going, but I like it because Pool Jordan Poole's just he's he's yeah. phenomenal. He's just insane. And he's if, so if, good. If we're talking about bringing Curry off the bench, I mean that's uh, bringing some bench scoring, if you have to say. So that's a, a Hall of Famer off the bench. You that's crazy. That's, yeah, that's nuts. So that's that's just great basketball going to be played either way. One hundred percent. So what do you got here, John, in your series? Uh, I think Warriors in five. Uh, like you guys said, Jordan Poole is playing out of his mind and that bench scoring with Curry. But I think something that's overlooked here, from what I did watch, game one, Kevon Looney's doing a great job guarding Jokic. He's and they, they have Draymond Green play help side. And it, it worked really well because, I mean, you're not going to completely stop him. You know, he's Jokic is going to get his 30 yeah. every game. Jokic is going Jokic. Jokic is yeah, going but Looney's doing a pretty good job. I, I like Kevon Looney. But, yeah, I think Warriors in five probably. Denver will get okay. one. All right, all right. I'm going to go uh, Denver – or, sorry, I'm going to go Golden State in six. I think Denver gets two just because I think they are a well-rounded team. I mean, yes, they do have one of the best players in the league, but I think um, you're kind of looking about all those other pieces that they have. One that I like to say, Monte Morris. All right, great piece on that team. But yeah. uh, they're just – Denver's kind of looked past. Um, they That's do fair. have those guys. They're, and they're not all, like, all-stars, Hall of Famers. I get that. Golden State has those guys. <laughs> But I think Denver is a well-rounded enough team that have been playing together for a good enough time that they're going to get at least two games, in my opinion. If they don't, they'll they'll get one for sure. But I think they could get two. That's facts. I feel like it's, uh, you know, Jokic, he's missing his guys. You know, Jamal Murray, Michael Porter Jr., he's just missing those guys that he really needs right now. You know, Bones is really stepping up. I like Bones Highland a lot. Get straight buckets. Bones is good. Yeah, just Jokic's missing those pieces right now that's really going to get this team where they really need to be. So, it's just really – I feel like it's not Denver's time. Yeah, I mean, for yeah, sure. They're going to get for it done sure. eventually. They'll get it done eventually. 
Trey, I'm going to swing this one right back to you. All right. You got Memphis and Minnesota. Um, Ooh, what do you think about this series and who you think is going to win? You know I'm going with Memphis, so I got to go with Memphis. But Minnesota is a scary team. I like Minnesota a lot. You know, Anthony Edwards is a bucket. Patrick Beverly is a dog. And Cat, he going to do his – that cat is great. Cat going to do his cat shit. So, I feel like – but I feel like Memphis, like Ja, he's just different. And then he's just he's they gonna wield themselves. They've been doing this all season. I feel like they're locked in as a group. They're all they're all one, so they're gonna get it done eventually. I feel like they'll get it done in probably seven. Yeah, all right. In seven, you said? Yeah, in seven. All right, bet. Hey, when you tweet out this podcast, can we shout out John and Nick Claxton? Yeah, y'all can. All right. No, I'm saying can you do it? Because they'll oh, they you... know who you are. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I got you. Bet, <laughs> bet, bet, bet. All right, John, moving to you, Memphis, Minnesota. What do you think here? I'm sorry, Huff. I got to take Memphis in seven. I think Memphis plays the best team basketball in the league. Like, even without Jaw, they're still a great team. Exactly. And I, I don't know. I just – I do think one thing we talked about this, they need to put Dylan Brooks on Anthony Edwards because if Bain's trying right. to guard him, that's just a nightmare. I think – what did Ant have game one? Like, 37? 36. 36. Yeah, yeah, that's nuts. He's a monster. The Wolves are too hot and cold for me. I just their off nights are pretty bad, but when they're on, they're the best offense of the league. But just I don't know Memphis with the home court advantage. I'm taking Memphis. I'm I'm also gonna say this, Trey. Tell me what you think about this. And this is no hate on Jaw, but yeah. Memphis looked so good when he wasn't even on the court. And like I when, feel like yeah, that's crazy. I don't know. I don't know how that works, but I guess like they about- look. Like, even without him on the floor, they looked yeah. really good, I thought. And you know who – like, De'Anthony Melton, like, him and Ja are real close, but De'Anthony yeah. Melton is a real slept-on player. So, they, yeah. that really attributes to, like, that team being really as good as they were because he really fills in not as good as Ja, but, like, they're, they're kind of the same in, in, in some areas. So, he just brings – he just filled in and, and everything was just clicking. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm going to get my prediction out. I'm also going to say Memphis in seven. I'm sorry, Huff. I'm sorry. And I know you would rather have this, though, because then we're all betting against them. But I'm going to go Memphis in seven. And here's why, and I've already said this. So, uh, McDaniels had a really solid game. Malik Mm -hmm. Beasley, really solid game. Cat, really solid game. Anthony Edwards, really solid game. And I'm talking like 36. Cat had high 20s, I'm pretty sure, or maybe even 30. Uh, mm-hmm. Malik Beasley had 21. Pat Bev hitting the shots. I think Jay McDaniels only missed one shot the whole game. Yeah. That's like, in my eyes, that almost looks like a near perfect game for Minnesota. Yeah. And they and they barely pulled it out at Memphis. Credit, they did win the game. So And Memphis also did have some players that played well also. But that just kind of scares me a little as what if Cat – doesn't get 30 and like has one of those games where he doesn't score what if ant which he can goes quiet for a game like yeah, that just has, that's kind of like where <laughs> cj and i agree they're kind of hot and cold and that's just kind of what scares me where i think memphis is more consistent so i'm gonna say memphis and seven but huff go ahead take it away because i know what you're gonna say but go for it you all are tripping i'm gonna say that you all are tripping <laughs> i'm i'm sick of everybody doubting this team they came I... out and set, they they came out and sent a message game one. They dominated from the start. I, I like this Grizzlies team, but I think this Wolves team is on a mission right now. I like the Wolves in six in bold prediction. They do win game two tomorrow night. 
and Memphis folds like a cardboard box, like Chase Johnson <laughs> says. This team's young. They're gonna they're gonna fold. They're they don't they won't know what to do. And when Minnesota gets that, when they get that swag, that they'll play with some swag. They the, 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 these Bro, boys know like- how to. These boys know how to put the ball in the hoop. I, will I feel say like that. they're like a mirror. They're a mirror of each other. Memphis and Minnesota are both they on are. missions. I, so it's going to go. It's going to go. It's going to go to a game seven. I, feel I, th- like. I think this is by far yeah. the best series. Facts. I facts, think facts. It's just it's two young chippy teams that like to talk a lot of trash. Yeah, it's going to be gonna fun. Get, I can't wait. But yeah, it's going to be fun. Uh, more reasoning. The reason why I'm taking Minnesota in six is I think Carl Anthony Towns. Uh, is creating a definite mismatch with uh, Steven Adams. I don't think Steven yeah. Adams is quick enough to keep Cat uh, stay in front of him whatsoever. And I think Anthony Edwards is just – he's unreal right now. If you yeah. watch the game, game one, he was hitting step back. I haven't seen him hit step backs like that all year. And yeah, this, kid's just built, <laughs> this kid's just built for this moment, and That's... he's ready to prove everybody wrong. And um, he's like I don't that. know. He is he's exactly true. Like he's that. like that. Definitely I'm one like of the most diehard Timberwolves fans, you know. So uh, <laughs> I, I take this shit with a lot of passion. I, I really, uh, I've watched every game. You can even ask my roommate Tamin. He, I watch every game. I fuck with Minnesota. Though. I fuck with Minnesota. Literally, though, he watches every game. That's good. So That's good. I, I'm, I'm rolling with Minnesota. I think they get it done in six. I think they get it done at the crib at the Target Center and they punch their ticket to the semis, and they take on the Warriors, which will also be a hell of a series. That will be tough, too. Ooh. All right, bet. Well, that's going over the playoffs. Um, we're not going to give our full predictions yet because, obviously, we got more episodes. But, Trey, I think we're going to kind of ask you your predictions here just because we don't know when we'll get you back on this podcast. So, first uh-huh. things first, who do you think your defensive player of the year is, if you had to give me a um, – Defensive player of the year, you know – I'm a guards guy, so I'm gonna have to go with Marcus Smart. It's just the way he's just he's he's just doing stuff. He's just a he's a dog out there. He plays great defense. He's a, he's a leader, and he's a communicator. He, he's gonna get the job done. So as we've seen in the game, just pass. All right, MVP. MVP. I'm going with Joel Embiid. Huff likes that. Huff likes I don't need to say anything about anything Trey, else. Trey, like second podcast, I predicted Joel Embiid even before All-Star break to win the MVP. I love the pick. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah. Joel Embiid. All right, all right, bet. And then if you had to give me who comes out of the East and who comes out of the West, who would you say? And then who wins in the finals? Out of the West, I say the Suns. Out of the East, I say the uh, East is a tough one. They got a lot of good teams. Uh I want to go 76ers, but I also want to go with the Bucks. Well, I'm either gonna go way, 70... they're going to have to play each other. So. Yeah, fast. I'm going to go 76ers. All right. 76ers and Suns. And then who wins in that series? The Suns. Chris what? Paul getting his ring. Suns and what? Suns winning six. All right. All right. There it is. Six there or seven. Just, just, just had to ask, but. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I appreciate you being on the podcast for sure. It was fun. Always, always, always. Yeah. If you ever want to be back on, obviously you got my number. You can let me know. So yeah, you just let me know. We'll have to let me know to get too. Swag on here too. Yeah, swag would definitely get on. He'd be He'd goofy. Get on. <laughs> Facts. He'd be goofy, but no, I appreciate it. Appreciate the time. 
And Always. obviously, I think we all wish you good luck in Western Carolina, you know, and whatever Thanks, the man. future holds for you. So, appreciate yeah, definitely it. appreciate it. And appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. This is the TNC show, and we'll see you guys on the next episode. Let's get it.